Hey guys, it's Nirali again. Um, I'm still not sure how to start each episode, so I just keep saying my name over and over. Um, so, <coughs> man, this sickness is still lingering, even though I don't feel sick. The cough and stuff is pretty annoying. Anyway, um, I actually have a very specific topic in my mind that has been running through my head. And I haven't thought of it specifically as like this topic, like this word that I'm about to, words I'm about to say, but I have thought of how it's like um, the reason it's the thing that I've been that's been kind of preoccupying some of my recent thoughts, um, and that's this concept of selling out. And right now, more than ever in my life, I am more than ever before. I'm really kind of grappling with like what the whole sellout thing means. You know, like I think um all of us have at one point or another referred to one of an artist that we've liked in the past like as sellouts, you know, for becoming too mainstream, um, buying in, you know, promoting certain commercial products that they might not believe in just to get money, get a check. And that's kind of what I'm referring to, or like, you know, doing things that aren't really true to the art or a true to like the original, like following or fan base or aesthetic or whatever. And um, for me, it plays out in a few different ways right now. Obviously, I'm not getting, like, any, by any, like, you know, endorsement offers, like, anything crazy like that real larger scale artists do, but I do feel this, like, push and pull, right, and of, like, you know, I know there are certain things I could do that could gain me more, quote-unquote, exposure, um, quicker, sort of, acknowledgement or turnaround or I don't know but I struggle with like to what extent is that effective in like helping me reach more people in an authentic way versus like kind of making the people that I already like like care about me and care about myself like feel like that I'm being disingenuous um and I don't know the answer, but there's so many different angles that I can look at it, right? So, for example, from my experience at least, um, a lot of the spoken word, poetry, slam world that I've seen, I've been exposed to, I feel traditionally takes a lot of pride in being not, like, not commercial, not gimmicky, not social media oriented, not whatever it takes pride in being sort of like sort of underground and you know like you kind of hear people's performances live and that's the experience that you take away you don't see as much of it like an online or outside of the real life performance um thing you don't see much of like a production around that person or um digital digital creation of that person and their art And, um, I really, really get where that's coming from. Like, there's this thing, a lot of poets tend to be 
introverts, a lot of poets tend to be very cerebral, like INFB types, INFP types for, the, you know, if you're familiar with the Myers-Briggs personality test. And um, they have a rich inner world that they've created for themselves. And um, it becomes really like a big expenditure of emotional energy and integrity for them to take this beautiful story, idea, whatever they created, and to um, now plaster it onto everything, like plaster it onto social media, plaster it onto, I don't know, magazines and pitch people and send emails and ask people to, you know, to see if they're interested in featuring their work here and for opportunities. It becomes like, well, if my work is good enough, it should speak for itself. I don't need to do all this, you know, this stuff. And I guess I think half, if not more than half of me is definitely this way. Um, so, so I, I get it. Like I speak from knowing, um, but then <laughs> the problem with that is that I'm not okay with being a starving artist for the rest of my life. Um, yeah, I don't believe in becoming this puppet gimmicky person that's a shell of who I actually am, but I just am not comfortable with being hidden in a cave. And yeah, there's those like 1% artists who are so exceptionally, geniusly, magnificently talented that they could put out one thing, one post, one song, whatever, and it will literally go viral. It will, you know, it will be their make or break thing, like, or not make, like, it will be the thing that like, they, they don't need to do anything else, right? But for, like, the second bracket of artists, which they're good, like, they're talented, but there's a million good and talented people. And um, if they don't take an active step in promoting themselves and in um, pushing them their stuff out, I f- from my observation, that from my years of being exposed to the world of of poetry and perform like performance poetry and stuff they get lost I've seen brilliant brilliant genius poets that are more talented than some of the poets online that have millions of followers and I kid you not that um whose work never reaches the light of day and that's not a bad thing like if if that poet like truly just wants to kind of just use the art as catharsis in small specific circles that's great but the feeling that I get is not that because a lot of times I see a lot of a lot of artists a lot of poets complaining about not have like not making it like not getting by and how they just wish they could do poetry as a full-time thing and if only like they could do that well that's where I say like you could maybe if you were a little bit more comfortable with um, with marketing yourself, with, you know, with taking on a couple opportunities that maybe you don't 100% wholeheartedly agree with, but you agree with enough and you can rationalize as, okay, this is practice. This is, you know, maybe I'll find one person in the audience who really digs my stuff, like this, that, and the other. And that's kind of how I see it. Um, sometimes. <laughs> so this is why I'm struggling right now. This is why this is like a thing that's just kind of playing over in my head. Um, 
So I know, like, I've become much more, <laughs> I wouldn't even say business oriented because I'm mostly, I think, in the arts realm, but relatively, compared to who I was before, significantly more business minded in the sense of I think about something strategically, like, you know, um, even posting on social media, sometimes. I do it because um, I know that social media is it's its own animal, its own game. And if you want to retain your following and your kind of relevance, that you need to be posting on social media. Like, I can't just go in a cave and... I really, I really wish, I genuinely, in my heart of hearts, wish I could go in a cave for a year just to create. I really, really do wish that. But I know that in the world that we're living in right now, if I want to make it outside of a book deal or a label or whatever, I need to be the one promoting myself. So even for those days that I feel super introverted, I feel like, shit, I really don't want anyone to see any part of me. I don't want anyone to know that I'm even like kind of having a phone right now. I want to be off the grid. And um, off the grid is what helps me create. Off the grid is what helps me come up with great ideas. But sadly, off the grid is also what's going to help me or further <laughs> um, keep me kind of out of the realm of be like, having greater exposure, greater opportunities, um, building my connections, building my followers. And, you know, it's a push and pull. I definitely, as I'm talking right now, I'm kind of thinking my thoughts out loud and I realized that I don't think there should be one or the other. I think that I think that there might be a problem if I just chose one over the other at this point. Um, that if I was like full gun ho about like, yeah, I'm a full time marketer, you know, social media guru, that would be extremely problematic because that would mean that I would that would be my calling and that's the job that I needed to maybe take on but I'm an artist first, so that has to be my dominant mode, so I should always feel uncomfortable, a little bit uncomfortable, doing something that's out of my dominant mode, but that doesn't mean that it's wrong, what I'm doing, um, it's like, I, I, I think of it as kind of a medicine, social media sometimes, um, but to, on, on the other hand, like, I've connected with so many awesome people, and I'll, you know, I'll have a separate episode about the pros and cons of social media in, in that sense. But this is more about um, the sellout concept. It's like, what makes an artist a sellout? And everyone has a different, different sort of um, metric as to, you know, what kind of spectrum of, of sellout, what the spectrum of like exposure or self-promotion constitutes um, a sellout and I have to figure out like not so much that I'm like am I comfortable with sharing or not because right now I just rationally know that that's what I need to do like if I one day hope to be doing art more and more getting more opportunities more funding for what I want to do I have to start sharing and um, exposing myself now. Even if it's not the final draft or the final form of what I want to be or who I want to be. I have to get comfortable with sharing and exposing so I have something to build off of. Um, what I was going to say is... Um, man, I always lose my train of thought. 
um, what would I say? Is that, oh, the thing that I really need to reckon with is all the people in the arts world that I know that I know judge me and will judge me more um, for just sharing the way that I do, um, sometimes documenting the way I do. I've, people in like the circles that I overlap with in Philly, like when I go into some of their social medias, I just see like negativity, negativity, criticism, them just calling out other artists, other critiquing other things, art, whatever, constantly. And some of the critiques that they make, I think could be applicable to me. So I know for a fact that they're judging me because they know who I am. They've seen me perform a ton of times. They're nice and cordial to me, but they never, when we, like, you know, it's like the fake nice bullshit. It's like, oh, hi, hi, whatever. And they're rooting for all the artists that are like the, the hidden artists. And some of them are super dope. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm friends with some of them. But they're rooting for all the artists who are literally like, you can only know that they exist if you go to these like certain spots and hear them at a certain day, certain hour. And it just, it does bother me that I don't have their approval. I won't lie. I shouldn't, it shouldn't bother me. It does because some of these people are so epically talented. I'm such a good eye for art. But man, I have to come to terms with like, again, what my ultimate goal is. Goal is. And I have two goals, I think, in the art sense. It's like, one is to create, to tell my story in the best, most authentic, uh, most interesting way possible in the long term. And like, in thinking legacy, like how I want my story to be remembered. But then also, I don't want an audience of just five people. I want more people to hear my stuff. So I want to have reach. I want to have relevance. Um, so my goal is to reach more people. It's not just to go deep with five people. It's to go deep with 5,000, 500,000 people one day, 5 million people one day. And does that make me arrogant? Does that make me a narcissist? Who knows? I know that there's brilliant artists that have gotten a lot of reach whatever without without ever trying and they would would wish their popularity and um, success away because they're just so pure about the art but those in my opinion in my honest opinion those constitute truly I think the one percent um and they're like the genius like genius 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 writers and artists um uh, it's something that I I just have to live with like this middle place so that was another tangent I think all of these things are going to be tangents because I'm not planning them out I'm just like squeezing them in like in my schedule right now it's after the gym at night um I have a show tomorrow that I have to practice for um, for art is a culture with um, that Kamal's hosting and, and the topic is actually really awesome the theme of the show is the art of seduction oh my gosh I can't wait to fill you guys in about how that goes and how many people I seduced <laughs> um okay good night bye